T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who my soul. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The Fan. I am Mike McGivern. Week two, having this guy back. Three-year hiatus, and I got to be honest with you. <laughs> right about now, I'm thinking that wasn't such a bad, bad time, man. It wasn't such a bad time. My my co-host, what are you? My special? You're not my special guest. I know that. My yeah. co-host is the head pastor at Brookside. Baptist Church, Pastor Ken Keltner. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, Mike. Good to be back. I, you know, I mean, we're we're going uh, recording a, a phone interview today. Got my headset on, ready to go, and everything's great. And we're a little delayed. Why? Why is that? Well, I don't know. I just went to pull this microphone down, because yeah, you, know, so, you, you always want me right in the microphone, and when I pulled it down, the whole thing fell apart. Yeah, but, there it is. Pastor hey, Ken- I got it back together. He's been, hey. He's been back two weeks. The numbers last week were all-time low, and, <laughs> and he's busting up the entire studio. That's Pastor Ken Keltner of Brookside Baptist Church. Hey, Pastor, a number of weeks ago, um, we had on, and, and I could tell you it was really odd, but um, we, we had on a guest a while back, and I asked him, hey, is there anybody that you think that we could have um, on as a guest? And he goes, I do. Uh, you, you should, uh, TJ Ben is a guy that I talked to about in my testimony and what, what a, just what a really great leader he was to me. And, um, you, you know, you should probably, here's his phone number. You should give him a call. So I called him and I said, Hey, where are you at nowadays? He goes, I'm in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. I go, are you kidding me? Well, you should just come in studio. Cause we're like 40 minutes away. And we laughed and, and I had no idea cause he's played, uh, baseball, you know, here in the United States and in Australia. And then we started talking about his dad. And I said, any chance I could get Jim Bennett on? He goes, yeah, I'll give you his number. Just give him a call. And I figured this would be the week, Pastor, and I'll tell you why. Friday night, this coming Friday, I'm heading out to the Dockhounds game, right, uh, mm-hmm. August yes. 5th. And uh, not only my brother Tim is flying in from Florida and he's going to spend some family time, but he's 67 years old. He's already got three games lined up, hardball games. One here at the Rock and two down in Chicago. 
So he's bringing his catching gear. He, he's, a, he, he's a freak with this stuff. So when I, I had the general manager for the Doc Hounds in studio, um, Trish Raspberry was in studio with me a couple weeks ago. So I reached out to her and I said, hey, my brother's coming in. Uh, my wife and I and my brother Tim would like to come out to the game on the 5th. Is that okay? And she said, great. I go, that's the easy part. Here's the tough part. He's got this bucket list, and to throw the first pitch at a professional baseball game would be huge for him. She goes, done. Let's do it. So my brother Tim from Tarpon Springs, Florida, be throwing out the first pitch. Then my brother's on the website, and like Dave Nielsen's like his all-time favorite catcher in baseball history. He's like, hey. Can you set it up that I throw it to Nielsen? I go, dude, I'm getting Trish gave us some free tickets. You're you're throwing out the first pitch, and now you want me to set it up. I go, no, I don't know who you're gonna throw to. Don't hit the mascot. That's all I'm saying. Don't hit the mascot. Our special guest for the entire hour, he's the manager of the Lake Country Dock Hounds. He is Jim Bennett. Jim, how you been? I've been good, man. Just you know, doing our thing, playing games every day, getting on the bus, and uh, and uh, hanging out at the park. Man, um, first year team, and when we had Trish Raspberry, and she said, "Look, we it was right down to the wire, right? A couple hours before game time, we're still trying to figure some stuff out, but we are now in a really good groove. Really happy with with the the way things are going." Um, not only on the field, but off the field. And, and uh, it's really hard in, in in this level to be able to get a competitive team together the first year. But, boy, we've uh, – she goes, I'm excited about about what Jim is doing and the manage and, and all of the, the, the coaches and the players are are, uh, are playing well. Uh, we don't have as many wins as, as we hoped, but we certainly will uh, – the second half of the year should be pretty good for us. Well, that sounds good. I like it. Yeah, that, yeah. Hey, and Absolutely. that's you think think about it. That's your uh, that's the general manager. So if that's what she's saying, that 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 make you feel pretty good. Hey, Jim, when when they uh, when they reached out to you to say, hey, do you have any interest in coming being the manager of the Lake Country Dock Hounds? Um, I, have you been to Wisconsin in the past? I have. I actually my first year in the minor league, my second year in the minor leagues, I was I played in Wausau, Wisconsin. There you go. Um, so I went to the Midwest League. Um, I, I wouldn't say I've spent a lot of time in Wisconsin, but uh, a little bit of time. But when they when they brought me out and we when we we met up in Oconomowoc, I'll tell you what I was like, oh, this, this this is a nice place. This is this is great. So, hey, how- it was a good start. How long did it did it get you to uh, you be able to pronounce Oconomowoc the correct way? Because you hit it on the button there, Jim. No, I screwed it up when I first started. <laughs> I, 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 I was I was meeting with, with some of the ownership, and, and I'm I'm dropping Oconomowoc on them, and they said, you know what, like, just call it Lake Country, you'll be fine. Lake but, Country, a lot easier than uh, Oconomowoc, that's yeah. for sure. Pastor? Yeah, Jim, where where did you grow up? I grew up in in Anaheim. California, about a mile from Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, walks a lot like that area. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like identical. <laughs> there you go, man. Hey, um, yeah, talk about your your uh, your upbringing. Did were you a baseball guy all the way through? Your multi sport athlete in in grade school, high school. I I was I, I played baseball, football, basketball. Uh, baseball was definitely. You know that's that's my gig. I'm a baseball junkie from 
you know, from day one. My dad was a minor league baseball player, so it's kind of in the family. Um, so, yeah, baseball was definitely uh, most, most of my time spent. Jim, what, yeah, what position what, what position did you play? I was a pitcher. Pitcher. As a pitcher. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't don't bring that junk this way, just so you know. Don't, uh, don't, you you yeah. could probably throw it right hey, by Mike, even now, underhanded. I'll get in the bat. I'll get in the batter's box. You better you better bring a lot of balls out to the mound, young man, because I'm gonna go deep. All here we go. I'm gonna turn on a couple of these, and you're gonna be ashamed. I'll yeah. tell you that. I you know what. Faith in the zone. We're not supposed to lie on this show. I am totally lying. If I even hit one out of the infield, I'd be so happy. Hey, uh, when um, when you started, so did you play in into college as well? Yeah, I went to college. Um, so I went to to a junior college uh, right by where where I grew up, and then I went to a place called Chapman University and went undrafted. Made a lot of phone calls, sent a lot of um, mail, not emails, but mail, um, trying to get a job. And eventually I got a job, and that's a story in itself. But, um, yeah, yeah, went to college and then got a chance to play a little bit of pro ball. Man, you've been, uh, you've been coaching for quite a while, right? 1992, it looks like. And not only have you been coaching here, but, but you've been coaching uh, in Australia as well. And so the, this game of baseball has has brought you all over the country and and then some, right? It has, it has. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> the 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 thing that I like to use, you know, if you can't play, coach. So I, I started coaching at a young age, you know, um, and it's just been it. I I love I love uh, being with a group of young men. I I love being around them and just. Uh, being able to love on them so and, and i love baseball so it's a, it's a pretty good gig for me and yeah i've been, been been to a lot of places hey jim the game of baseball has has changed i think a lot over the years you know the idea at least in in major league baseball the idea of small ball is gone you know you get a guy i the thing that shocks me and and maybe you can t- walk me off the ledge extra innings it's the bottom of the 10th you start with a guy in second base and nobody bunts him to third. And I, that is so, like, I almost have to turn the TV off. Maybe I'm old school, but the idea of getting a guy on third base with less than two outs always used to be the idea, okay, then all we need is a fly ball, a pass ball, you know, anything, right? You know, just about anything to get him home. You hit one over to the right side on the ground, you get a chance to score him. And nobody does that anymore, and it's all analytics, I believe. Um, does that drive you nuts? Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, now say, Mike now, obviously, <laughs> the game, the game has changed and, you know, I, I don't blame the players for, for this. It, the players are doing what they, what is going to get them to the big leagues. Um, so, I mean, a lot of these guys can't bunt. They don't bunt. So why would you put a guy in a situation that, uh, uh, you know, he, he's not going to be successful in that. But obviously the analytics, I guess, are telling them that's not the way to go. Now, we had an extra inning game the other day, and we won, and we bunted in the 10th and 11th inning. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, do, do they just not practice that anymore? Because I, I remember, you know, they'd show, you know, spring training. Guys are out there bunting. And, and, uh, you well, know. when you say practice, there, there's a difference between practice and practice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> 
<laughs> they might t- when you're taking batting practice. Oh, okay, lay down the first two. You know, uh, is that practicing at all? I, I, I don't know how, how much um, work is put into that, but you know, if you're wa- if you're wanting the, them to execute uh, something other than bunting, that's what they're going to work on. But, so, what's weird to me is Craig Council was the ultimate small ball player. Right, he was the guy that could bunt, could go the other way, could could hit the the fly ball, the sacrifice, you know, all of that, and it gets to the bottom of the tenth, and I'm telling my my wife is like, enough, quit watching it if it frustrates you so much, because it's like just bunt him over, and then let's get the guy in from third and go home and be done with this thing. So I did. Did you think that all of the analytics? Is that good for the game, or do you think there's so obviously there's some bad parts of it, right? It's, it's both. It's absolutely both. I mean, there there's a place for some of it, and then I, I look at it and I'm like, we're going too far. You know, we're forgetting about just playing the game, um, having a feel. You can't say things like that anymore. Oh, he's got a, you know, he, he understands the game. He knows the game. He's got feel. Um, you can't put those things on paper. Um, so if you can't put it on paper, um, you can't back it up. And if you can't back it up, then then you're you're just not smart if you make a, a bad decision. So hey, that, it, it's tough. It's tough. How many times have you watched the movie Moneyball? By the way, you know I watched it twice. Um, <laughs> you sound so you sound so excited. Um, I, my that's one of my fa- my wife's favorite movies, Moneyball and Miracle. And you know uh, I, she I'm watches the them both. I'm, yeah, I'm the wrong guy to talk about Moneyball. But I was with the Oakland A's in 2000. Ah, yeah. So so I went and saw the the movie. Obviously. Um, being part of the, the AIDS organization, and so I'm looking at from, hey, I was I was here, you know, I'm I'm, I'm around this, and you know, there's there's Hollywood. It, it, I I I have a hard time with with true stories because there's a lot of half truths. Right, there. right. And so when there's half truths, I, I to me a half truth is almost worse than a lie. A lie, you can you can just go. They're lying, you know. But a half truth, it sounds good. It sounds too good, and and it's too close to it. So there were a lot of things in the movie that I was like, this this didn't happen this way, and and so it bothered me. And everybody else, oh, that's a great movie, this and that. So I went back and I watched it just as a somebody that watched the movie and enjoyed the movie, and I thought it was a great movie. It was good. You know. When I'm walking in the grocery store, a lot of people come up to me and say, man, you look like that guy who played uh, the general manager for the A's in that movie Moneyball. Now, the, okay. Brad Pitt. Now, that's a half-truth. In fact, that's a total <laughs> lie. So let's, let's get yeah, that, straight. That didn't a, take too long. That, that didn't take too long to figure that one let's out. Let's figure out what a half-truth and a total lie is. That would be a total lie. He is Jim well, Bennett. I walk away from that. Yeah. Yes. He is maybe the other guy, the guy, the stat guy. I look more like <laughs> the stat guy than I do uh, Brad Pitt. He is Jim Bennett, manager of the Lake Country Dock Hounds, Alongside Pastor Ken Keltner, who's the head pastor at Brookside Baptist Church, this is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. You want to come out and watch Pastor? Come out and watch him. Come out and watch him preach. Come on out to the early service. Man, I am out parking cars. Very worried about Edna, by the way. Yeah. Praying for Edna, um, one of my girlfriends that 90, I parked 97 her. Years 97 years old. 97, and she's my favorite. I'm just telling you, and she's uh, had some health, health issues here this week. And Edna, if, uh, if you're listening, uh, we are praying for you, honey. We are totally praying for you, and I hope to see you back at Brookside Baptist Church really quick. Uh, our special guest, he is the manager of the Lake Country Dockhounds. If you've not gone out... And, and seeing this team and seeing this new stadium out in Oconomowoc, I would highly recommend you do that. They're part of the American Association. It's really good baseball. And uh, you get a chance to, to not only you know see Jim Bennett manage, but his son TJ play. Hey, have um, how is that going, by the way? Before we ask for your testimony, I, I know that we've uh, pastor coached his sons. I coached his sons as well. <laughs> and I coached my own son. And there was there was some some difficult things, but that was just in grade school and high school. You know, TJ's now a grown man and married and and has a little one. And uh, the 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 idea of and, and being able to, to to manage your your son has that been a, a nice easy transition for you guys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I 
I managed him when he was, you know, playing club ball when he was 10 years old. Um, and we, we've always had a close relationship. I've been, I've been beyond fortunate that, uh, he's always trusted dad, um, which I, I know, I know a lot of good, great dads that don't have the same result as that. So I, that's more about the, you know, the kid and their personality. But he, he, he bought into me early on. And so there's always been that trust relationship between the two of us. And, um, it, it's really, it's really been, it's been easy. It, um, a lot of people, you know, think that might be a hard situation. Um, but, um, it's been really good. It's been good. Oh, that's good. I'm happy with that. Hey, um, Jim, the second segment on Faith in the Zone, and, and Pastor Ken used to always say it in the night when he was uh, not able to come in studio, I continued it. But it, it really is a favorite segment of people that listen to Faith in the Zone. If we can ask for, uh, for your testimony, we'd appreciate that. Absolutely. Sure. You want, you want me to get going on it right now? Yeah, yeah when yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah, when did it start, yeah, and uh, let's yeah, let's get it going. Yeah. When did that journey begin with uh, and, Lord Jesus? Hey, and don't start with any curveballs. We want the fastball, man. We want you to come out of the block with it. So, so I went to I went to a I got invited uh, to go to a junior high camp. Um, so I was in seventh grade, seventh grade. And that that summer camp, we went up to Big Big Bear up in the mountains, and um, that that was where, uh, you know, they they say, hey, anybody here want to give your life to Jesus? And it, it was, I, it still gives me. I just got the chills right now because just I, I, silly that I can remember that far back, and I can't remember yesterday. But <laughs> um, it was a, it was a no brainer. I'm, I'm like. I got to go. I got to do this. This is real. Um, so at that camp, that's where I gave my life to Jesus. And that's where I said, yes. Um, I, so in junior high, um, you know, I'm trying to learn, I'm reading the Bible and trying to learn all this stuff. And, and it was uh, somewhat new to me. I wouldn't say real new. We, you know, I grew up in a, in a family that, you know, believes in God, um, I, I don't know how um, anything more than that. If it was, you know, so I I didn't know we were. What do you call it? Priesters, you know, you go to. You know, oh yeah, Christmas and Easter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we do that, and you know, was, I grew up in a good, loving family, um, but but um, you know, this whole living for Jesus was was a little different, a lot different. Um, so I, I wasn't real good at it, and. You know, I'm still working on it, but so in high school, I was I was definitely very involved in my my high school group at church. I was also very involved in uh, hanging out with all my friends outside of the church and and kind of doing the whole living two sides of this thing um, throughout high school. And then my senior year of high school, I I saw this girl. And she went to another school. Um, at, at our church, we went to a very big youth group, and, and, I, and I saw her, I'm like, there's something about her. I mean, not only a, is she hot, she's, she's just, um, you know, she, she's not just out there trying to show herself off and to look great, and she, she was, you know, very conservative, And but I'm looking at her going, that, that looks just more like Jesus to me. I mean, just this solid uh, Christian girl 
I'm like, I, I want to be around her. I want, so I, I did everything possible to, to be around her. Um, finally, finally was able to ask her out on a date. And so uh, that w- would have been 1983. And so what is that? 40 years later, we're, you know, <laughs> we've been married for over 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's been by far, um, the biggest person in my life that has brought me closer to Jesus. So, um, obviously thankful for her, thankful for who she is in my life. But, um, that, that was a, a great start in my journey of, of really being committed to saying this, this is, this is who I want to be. Um, Amen to that. Yeah. We were talking to Jim, yeah. we were talking to Jim Bennett, the manager of the Lake country dot Pastor, I, I, you know, I always see you kind of perk up when somebody says, "Look, this happened at a camp when I was in seventh grade." Those youth camps that you spent so much time of your career and life yeah. in, in, and around kids that age, trying to to talk them, try to talk to them about accepting Jesus as their personal Savior. And so, anytime we have somebody like Jim that went to a camp. I, I just see that that kind of like spurt in your eye, like man, these things are just so so helpful. Yeah, well, a couple a couple of things that got the, you know, um, got me excited. You know, Jim was uh, number one. Yeah, going to camp. Our our teens right now are at camp, and and I was a youth pastor for twenty years, and I, I sometimes I'd get on my hands and knees and beg kids to go to camp because there needs to be that starting place, you know, where they can get away and. And just li- you know, have have a great time, have a lot of fun, but then uh, just spend some time uh, uh, hearing the word preached and taught to them, and and uh, you you find so many folks uh, that if you ask, hey, how many of you came to the Lord, you know, under the age of fifteen? I mean, it's incredible the number of hands that'll go up, and the and the more that age number goes up, the less the hands because it seems like the harder harder people get. I. I, I was just sharing with our folks last night in our Bible study, you know, that no one, no one is born an atheist. You know, they're educated to be an atheist. And, and uh, you see these small young kids come up and, and they have a passion and, and love for the Lord. And, and the other thing that excited me was uh, it just seems like I've, you, you, there's a point in time in your life that you, you, you remember you put your faith and trust in the Lord. And, you know, so often people are like well i've always just believed in god but but no there's that point in time and and i thought that was when you said man i can remember like that like it was yesterday but i can't remember what happened yesterday yeah that's and uh and that's how it goes and and then to to meet uh your future wife and she was a godly young lady and she's the one who uh was was really uh, uh because if you're going to lead her you got to be on higher ground and so that that really moves you, moves any man to say, "Hey, I I got to know the truth, and I got to do a better job of of knowing God's word." Hey, hey, Jim, if, hey, Jim, if I can ask, you know, this 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 career that you've chosen, which is baseball, on Faith in the Zone, we when we have guys in in football or basketball or other sports, um, it it's not similar to baseball because you guys go away for you're on the road for seven, eight, nine, ten days sometimes. And the amount of of uh, just just you know wicked stuff you could get involved in, you know the temptation is so real when you're in baseball. How hard was that, especially early on in in your career? 
that, that's not easy. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, you look around and you see a lot of marriages fail. And obviously, they, a lot of them fail outside of baseball. But if you, you look in our sport, it, it's a tough gig, man. I mean, you're you're out on your own. You go on your road trips. Your, your wife's not coming with you all the time. And, you know, it, it ultimately, for me, it came down to we've got to, we've got to be communicating. We've got to. And we got to be honest. We got to be real, and we got to keep yeah, keep uh, our spouses as our best friends. Because when you're not spending as much time with them on the road, and you're spending time with you know away and with other people, it, it it's easy for anybody. I don't care. Um, I don't care how committed to to Jesus you are, or what whatever man. There, there's a lot of ugliness out there, and uh, a lot of that. There's a lot of ugliness attracted to to athletes. Um, and so it, it's a, it's, it's a tough gig, man. You, yeah. you, you got to stay locked in and communicate um, with your wife. Yeah that's, a, yeah. that's a great point, Jim. And, and the other aspect of that too is, you know, if, if you're content uh, with your, with your wife, with your spouse, I mean, that that's of utmost importance because you know, if you're discontent, you could have 24-7 accountability and you're going to still figure a way to crawl through the fence or under the hedge, you know, to go to, sure. to see someone else. But when you're content, I'm not saying accountability isn't something we should have, but, man, when a man is content with the one that God's given to him and loves her, uh, you know, he he possibly could have no accountability and he he's not looking to crawl under the fence or go through the hedge, you know, to the to the right. neighbor or whatever. And so um, that that is a great testimony, as you shared there, because, um, you know, the one command God gave to men is that we're to love our wives. It's interesting. Uh, It's just natural for a woman to love. And you don't really see the command. You see older women teach the younger women to love your husbands, but you don't really see that out and out command like you do for man for 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 a man. And yet the women are to respect their husbands, and that's that's uh, that's a huge uh, huge issue. Jesus kind of nailed it down, or uh, the Apostle Paul there in Ephesians nailed it down. Husbands love your wives, and wives respect your husbands. <laughs> I mean that that that's really that in a capsule. So uh, I I agree. What a temptation for these guys, and what a testimony uh, to uh, uh, and a platform that you live a life that is worthy and. Uh, honoring and glorifying to the Lord. Always trying, man. Always trying to get better. That's all, that's all we can do, right? Just keep, keep moving forward. And, um, that, yeah, the, I mean, the, just yeah, go the, ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, the Bible, the Bible says a man falls seven times, a just man falls seven times, and he gets back up, you know? And, and because we're believers doesn't mean we don't have a temptation to sin and that we don't sin. But we have uh, the wonderful promise that if we confess that sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us. No doubt. Hey, Jim, quick one last question. When, when, you, when you interviewed for, like, the Doc Hounds or any of the jobs you've had, um, do, you, are, do you bring up your faith? Are you able to, to say, listen, this is the kind of guy that I am, and, and I'm wondering how open— some of the teams that you've managed or have been a coach on have allowed you to, to, you know, share your your testimony or share your faith in the locker room. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I I don't necessarily bring that up. Um, you know, I'm the one getting interviewed, so I mean, I, I share share who I am 
how, how I do things. Um, and, but that plays right along with, with my faith. So, right. I mean, I, it, for me, I, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that, you know, the, the way you treat people over time, you, you earn, you earn things. And as far in, and, and when I say that you're, I, I feel like I have to go out and, and I want people to see Jesus in me. I don't need to tell them, you know, um, yeah, I, I believe in Jesus. I do this and that. If I get to know them, now I got a relationship with them. And if they, if, if I'm being the person that I truly believe Jesus wants me to be, you know, I, I believe they're going to see Jesus in me and then that conversation can happen. But, you know, everybody has their different strengths and how they approach things. Um, but for me, that, uh, there's really no reason that I have to come in and say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. I, you know, what? I, I just don't, I don't see that as something that uh, needs to be a conversation. And um, once you build a relationship with somebody, um, hopefully that's what they see. And if they're not seeing them that, if they're not seeing them that, <laughs> hey, shoot, I, I hope I didn't tell them I was because now I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not helping the kingdom, man. You know, that's so, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I, I, my, that's my approach. I, you know, love on people and, you know, it's, well, I, I guess I'm pretty simple when it comes to that. Just love on others, man. Hey, I can and tell you, I can, Jim, I can tell you this, that I always want to know what my, my kids were, were like when they couldn't smell my cologne, right? When I'm not in the car with them, I'm not in the room with them. And when we had Riley unroll on, and he talked in his testimony about your son and, and how mm-hmm. important he was in his walk, and his his testimony was, look, I was struggling. I was really in a, in a place in my life that it was dark. And this is the, this is the guy that, that really helped me through um, I, I just want you to know that you don't have to worry so much about uh, him not smelling your cologne. He's doing just fine, just fine. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, when it comes to TJ, I mean, and I say this all the time, I'm like, I want to be more like TJ when I grow up. Uh, <laughs> I just, so yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I you, you have no idea how thankful I am for, for who he is as a, as a man and uh, Man, what a blessing. I say that about Pastor Ken. I wish he was more like his boys, but you know, I don't know if that's the same thing. We're going to get to a break. Our special guest is Jim Bennett, manager of the Lake Country Dockhounds. Again, I'm going to be out there uh, this coming Friday, August 5th. I'm going to be out the game, and uh, man, my brother Tim's throwing out the first pitch. If he hits what somebody in the in the in the audience in the crowd, that's not on me. I'm just telling you, he, I asked him, hey, Jim, by the way, like I said, he's 67 and still catching. I said, can you throw these guys out? He goes, yeah, I could one-hop and get these jokers. And he laughs. And, yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, we're going to get – Yeah, well, I told him, you know, if Nielsen wants him to, you know, to get him in and throw – you know, he can catch for an inning. He's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Again, Jim Bennett, manager of the Lake Country Dotcoms, my co-host, Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church. This is – Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, 
He's Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Pastor, I haven't had anybody in the studio to like goof around and make uh, fun of. It's and, been great being back with you, Mike. Ooh, I, man. It just feels like old times. You know what? And I just pull out my Rolodex, and I've got all these ones I want to you know, make fun and rip. And but uh, the, so, the, the one-liners on yeah, me? Yeah, the one-liners <laughs> on you. Have just So thank you for that. And, uh, you know, um, I tell people all the time, and you kind of cringe, but you, 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 the three roles in my life, you're my friend, you were a parent of guys I used to coach, and you're my pastor. Right now, you're my friend. Because I wouldn't make fun of my head pastor. I wouldn't do that. But as my friend, I get to be able to do that. Our special guest is Jim Bennett, manager of the LakeCountry.coms. Hey, Jim, during the break, and, and you teed this up really nicely for me because I had that on my list to talk about, you know, being in baseball for as long as you have, you guys, it's not like they give you Sundays off. But Baseball Chapel, I think, has, has done wonders for, for a number of men involved in, in baseball all over the country. Uh, baseball Chapel is still going on, and, and do you guys take advantage of that? Absolutely. Yeah, we have, we have Baseball Chapel. I, you know, I was looking around for a guy in Oconomowoc Walk and um, found, found a great pastor that, um, that TJ had connected with. So um, that, that was a, a really smooth transition. You know, uh, so he, he runs a baseball chapel for our team. Before the games on Sundays, he also does it for the other team, the visiting team, and the umpires. Um, so everybody has an opportunity. Um, you know, obviously in baseball, you don't really have a, always have a chance to go to church if you are a church goer. Um, so, so it's 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 great. He, our guy, you know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll say, "Come put a uniform and sit out, sit in the dugout, hang out with us, bring a little Jesus in the dugout." So. Uh, that's been fun, and he, he'll connect with the guys that, that want to connect with him, and, and he's there for for them other than just on on Sunday. So um, it, it, it's a really good setup that Baseball Chapel has. You know, Jim, we had T, uh, T, um, EJ Ellis uh, on, and he was talking about Baseball Chapels, and I remember watching a San Francisco uh, Giants game, and Buster Posey was at the plate. You know, I told my wife, I go, man, there's just something about that Buster Posey. I just believe that guy's a believer. And uh, or AJ, AJ Ellis told us, uh, he said, yeah, he goes, uh, we'd, we'd go to, you know, chapel together, baseball chapel together for the game. He said, one night I'm catching Clayton Kershaw, and, and uh, Buster gets in the you know, in the box, and, and I said, hey, uh, Buster, what did you think about Romans 6 and that study today? And he said that Buster stepped out of the box, and he said, AJ, I'd love to talk to you about, uh, I'd love to talk to you about Romans 6, but right now I'm getting ready to face one of the best baseball pitchers, you know, in America. So I need to just wait on that before we get to Romans 6. I need to step in the box here and try to get a hit. Man, that's Christians talking smack right there. That's how Christians talk smack on the baseball field, um, for sure. Hey, Jim, um, when, when, you, when you guys are playing at home on Sunday and you're doing baseball chapel, um, I, I love the fact that you you know you can invite the other team, the other other team manager, and and any of the players. Um, how is the response normally pretty strong with that? It, it usually is. You know, you've got you know we have a variety of different different guys on the team, Christians, not Christians, uh, you know, what you name it, um, which is great. Um, so as far as people showing up for chapel, gosh, I I would say. I think more than half our team shows up for chapel. You know, some guys are just curious what it's all about, and other guys are, yeah, I'm missing church, and I want to be at church. Yeah. So, 
you know, it's, it's just an opportunity for, for somebody who, who wants that ultimately, you know, it, it's not anything where, you know, I have a total respect for guys who, who might who believe differently. Um, so it's not anything we push on anybody. We just offer it. And if, if somebody wants to be a part of it, you know, that, that's awesome. Pastor, you know, if I'm in the batter's box in on a Saturday night game and, and umpire calls a third strike that I'm not sure it's a strike, I might invite him to chapel the next day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Instead of yelling, I'd say, hey, listen, I'm not going to yell at that call. It was horrible. But maybe you should come to baseball chapel tomorrow when, uh, when we got this thing going. Hey, guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Uh, we're going we're gonna to finish with Jim Bennett, and we're going to ask him the question that we always ask at this point, and that is if, uh, if all the uniforms you've ever put on, if the, all of them, from the time you were playing Little League baseball or, or playing basketball or football until managing right now with the Lake Country Dockhounds and everything in between, if you could pick one uniform out, what uniform would you pick so you could play one more time or manage one more time with that team? Uh, what uniform is it, and who do you play against and why? And we'll ask Jim Bennett that on the other side. Again, he's the manager of the Lake Country Dockhounds. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. It's refreshing, refreshing, isn't it, Mike? (laughs) It's just, I'm not sure the word is refreshing. But you know what? It could be Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church, our special guest, man. And I I cannot wait to meet him in person on Friday. He is Jim Bennett, manager of the Lake Country Dockhounds. Hey, Jim, so this question was a throwaway question two years ago, and it just is really interesting to, to me and to a lot of listeners. Of all the uniforms you've ever put on in your entire life, you put them in a closet, you get to pick one out. What uniform is it? Who for, for what team and who do you play against and why? Um, what uniform do you take? So, so I've got I've got to ask you as far as uh, do do a lot of guys say that I can't come up with one? Yes. Or what do, do they? Because uh, so I've got a I've got a coaching one and a playing one. Perfect. Um, we'll take them both. So as far as playing, and this is this total selfish on my part because you know I I was a minor league player for a couple of years and. Um, I, I, at this point as a coach, I know my ability, so I know I wasn't that good. But um, I, I take myself back to high school, Garden Grove High School. Um, I was the man. I was the guy, you yeah. know. Um, I never bring out my yearbook. So, <laughs> and, 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 and if I talk about it, I'd get buried by, by enough baseball people out there. You don't bring up your, you know, your old yearbook when you're talking about baseball. But I would go back to high school. It, um, I would be playing La Quinta High School. That was our rival. Um, I was the first baseman, uh, you know, so that, that, that I have to go back to high school to say, wow, I had some success. And, man, that would be so much fun to go out there and swing the bat against our rival back in high school. I mean, we were we were locked in. You know, I, I know 
I know the theme song walking out there, you know, you yeah. got the eye of the tiger, I, <laughs> it's all right there, man. And so I would 100% um, go back to high school and, and relive my, my uh, glory days back when I was you know, 16, 17 years old. How'd you that do, how'd, blast, how'd you, how'd you guys do against the, uh, your rival? Did you guys beat him most of the time? We, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. Man, um, cool. Things went well, things went well for us. So that would just be a blast to, be able to, to relive those moments um, and then as far as coaching you know there's a part there's a big part of me we had our um our when i was doing our club teams uh, when when tj was a kid for the east valley bulldogs i mean to, to think about uh, you know having the kids back and because these guys still talk about it and they're 30 years old um, we just had we had some great times so I'd like to say the East Valley Bulldogs, but as far as one game, one time, I, I've got to go to Australia and the first championship, you know, that we had there, being able to be with TJ in a professional atmosphere and to, to, uh, we, you know, we won the championship, the, the Claxton Shield, four years in a row there, and um, to go back to that first game of how much fun that was, you know, just jumping up and down together, having fun together in that moment of just wow uh, can you believe that we're sitting here in australia and we just uh, are the champs of the whole country and in brisbane and, and so that was that was an absolute blast that i would uh, love to we and you know we may relive this moment this winter hopefully because we'll both be back there man with the brisbane bandits hey does dave dave bandits. david nielsen does he he's the manager of that team and then yeah are you there? yeah so you guys switch yeah, roles a little bit. We flip roles. Yeah, absolutely. We flip roles. You know, he's the he's the manager of the uh, the national team too, and I'm his pitching coach for the national team in Australia. So, uh, yeah, we definitely flip roles. He he's loving this role right now. He's like, ah, <laughs> you you do all the hard stuff. <laughs> so he's enjoying this, and I'll I'll get to let him do all that stuff when we go back to Australia and all. And we always do, it's a joke with us. That it's like. Not my job. It's your job. <laughs> Good luck to you. You know it's what things are going going rough. So hey, Jim, are um, yeah are are there some of the guys over there in Australia that that are able to come over and either play minor league or get make it up into oh, the Rangers here? Absolutely. No, we we got we got guys over there. Um, you know, the hard part is when they come over early. You know, sometimes they come over at, at 17, 18, 19 years old, and they're just not there yet, and they don't get the opportunity that they get. And so a lot of these guys end up not staying in the minor leagues and going back to Australia. Well, six years later, these guys can go play double-A, triple-A. Some of them could have got to the big leagues, but they never had their shot. So you don't even know who some of them are. But, you know, we've got we've got plenty of guys now that are that are playing in the minor leagues over there and obviously Liam Hendricks uh, over there but um, yeah Hey, hey yeah. Jim last question when David Nielsen talks about his days with the Brewers I, I hope he, he he remembers those fondly because boy he was really loved here you know that it was it was fun just to be able to see him and his whole family um, most of his family come back to this area and, and for his kids to get to see the area where you know he played in Milwaukee so um, he definitely talks fondly of it. Uh, 
he doesn't talk too much about himself. He's not that guy, which I love about him. But uh, when I ask him questions, you know, he'll share share a lot of his stuff. But um, I, my my goal is to get him to to catch your catch your brother. Uh, Man. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm, I'm just. Try, I'll try to get him to catch that first. If day. if my brother short hops it, I you know he might want to put the shin cards on. I no, my brother he's excited. He's going to throw it well. I'm going to come on the field and videotape it just in case he does hit the mascot. So I've got something to hold over his head for his entire life. He is Jim Bennett, the manager of the Lake Country Dock Hounds, and and they are in good hands. With him, him managing and David on his staff and and TJ on that team. And if you have not gone to a, a Doc Hounds game, month of August, come on out. I'd love to have people join me on Friday, August fifth, to see the the Doc Hounds play. Uh, Jim, I look forward to meeting you in person. Thanks for your time. I uh, appreciate you guys having me. This is fun. You bet. Thank yeah, you, thank Pastor. You, it's, yeah. it's always good to see you, brother. Yeah. Well, I, I like it, Mike. It's great to be yeah. back with you. I, it is good to see you as well, and thank you. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 AM and 8 PM. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.